I am Lamott. After a long hiatus, I welcome myself back to Inside the Passion of Rhythm and Voice. First, I'd like to give thanks to all of my listeners stateside and all of you across the great pond from Western Europe to Mother Russia to Eastern Europe, led by the consistent unwavering support from the pod in Montenegro. A shout out to the Pacific Rim, Japan and Australia. On the home front, there are three who paved the way for my return. My man Leif, an American impressionist who impressed upon me with a smile to stay with it. Take all the time you need to take off, but stay with it. My main man, Vlad, the artist and art gallery curator based in my hometown, NYC. What part of the process is not fun for you? He asked. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do that part. The third person served as a beacon of inspiration whose vibration of presence alone empowered me to move forward. And here I am. And you? You are about to be introduced to the third person. But first, there's a little backstory. Scheduling presents a challenge. We live in a world where time is our most valuable commodity and people are busy spending it. It takes time to make time. So when we scheduled a time to meet, I was excited, but I know better. I know that I need to kick my enthusiasm to the curb because this is life and shit happens. It ain't happening until it's happening. Well, the day arrives and it was still on. Time to pack my gear, keeping it simple. Phone charger, check. Phone, check. Headphones, check. Tripod, check. Water, check. Time to hit the road. Setup is easy. Sound check to find the sweet spot. Found it. Plant the tripod. Ah, the sweet spot happens to be next to an outlet. That's a bonus. Plug in the charger, good to go. Where's the charger? I thought I brought it, but I didn't. Check the battery, 75%. More than enough juice to power through the hour. No worries. All right, time to begin. Now, usually it takes some time to fall into a natural flow of conversation. About roughly 20 minutes. Today would prove to be no exception. But once we got there, we took off for the next 20. It felt really good. And I was a happy man. An idea popped into my head for the clothes. I thought, hmm, if we can pull this off, it's gonna be dope. 
Now, the whole point is to become so engaged in conversation, in the flow of conversation, that you no longer are conscious that you're being recorded. And we got to that point, so I never checked my phone because, well, I was engaged. So now I go to check my phone to pause it, and the screen is black. No biggie. I felt, oh, probably fell asleep. All right, just wake it up. Wakey, wakey. Wakey, wakey. No wakey. The phone was dead. At some point, it powered off. My initial reaction, not gonna lie. I was no longer that happy man. It was a really good episode. I felt it. I wanted it all. And if we could have pulled off that clothes, it would have been killer. What you gonna do? This is life. Head home. See what I got. Rolled up to my parking spot. Stepped out of the car and onto my phone charger right where I dropped it. Go inside to charge that bad boy. Say what? 66% off the bat? How can this be? All right, move forward. Let's see where it powered off. Now listen. Oh, snap. It powered off at the end of a complete thought. Now that is dope. My introduction to life was a timeline where people come in and out over a lifetime. Some will settle with you for a season. Others pop on in for a reason. Introducing the percussionist. to another episode of Inside the Passion of Rhythm and Voice. This is Lamott, and I believe, I believe that life is about relationships, all about relationships. Relationships beginning with self, beginning with self, extending to family, pets, friends, Adversaries, lovers, work colleagues. Wildlife. Mother Earth and Mother Nature. And perception of God. But where do we begin? We begin self. Give it up for Megan on the percussion. Inside the passion of rhythm.
I am an only child. And uh, as an only child, growing up, I had a lot of conversation with myself, internal dialogue. And um, so basically, internally, it was a battlefield with mm. my mind always trying to get my heart on board to something and my heart well not really trying because not really giving a shit about like what the mind wanted to do it was just trying to you know contain itself and its beat and its and its rhythm so basically my mind was really like analytical and logical and um, kind of like the parent, you know? And my heart was like the child. It just just wanted to play and have fun and be joyful. And all the other stuff that the mind is like dealing with, it's like the heart's like, I'm a heart, man. Like, I have to deal with that <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? All I got to do is pump. So, um, the thing is, is that in order for the mind to accomplish, all right, so the mind would go and do all this research and look at every angle and all possibilities and weigh risk and finally make uh, a, a decision to do something because my mind is really curious, really curious about everything. And so like open to exploring everything. Now the heart, if the heart ain't feeling it, it can't, it can't pump. It won't pump. All right. It won't. And the mind needs that pump to take action. All right. But the heart ain't feeling it. Ain't feeling it. It's it's that simple. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Why? The reason? None of that matters. Nope. Just ain't feeling it. So you ain't doing it. You're not pumping. And uh, so that's that's a huge a huge thing. And then the other part of me is that quiet part uh, that I call the soul or the soul space. And the problem is, is that that space speaks in a whisper. And uh, when the heart and the mind are they're like battling out over who's the decision maker, um, they don't hear the whisper of the voice of the soul. And what that voice kind of represents is everything that can't be seen by the mind and everything that can't be felt by the heart and it kind of has like a hawkeye overview of what's going on because there are so many other actions by so many other people and things and that will affect you like the bigger picture of stuff you can't see right so my goal moving forward is to consciously put myself in a place where my mind and my heart and my soul are all 
all moving in the same direction with the same intention. And like for every action that I take, um, and it happens, I mean, I, I can't seem to control it. It happens when it happens. And when it happens, you know, you know, so all that thinking and feeling becomes knowingness where it doesn't matter what the consequences are of the risks that you take. It doesn't matter that you are putting yourself and your heart in the most vulnerable position possible. It doesn't matter. You just know that you have to move forward in this direction. So, um, as I turn the page in my life, on the next page, I want to see that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would like to, I would like to uh, have that experience. So, where my mind and my heart connect is my mind is so curious and my heart loves adventure and just hates to be bored and just loves adventure so that's the connect when they get on that page where the mind says oh that's interesting let me take a look another a closer look my heart goes ah, adventure let's go and then you know just as the mind is taking a closer look, the heart comes behind and just boom, and just pushes forward. And then you just have this adventure and then you um, experience it. I so it's kind of like, um, oh, I'll start with something happened fairly recently over the summer. So I wanted to have this experience, all right? It's like, we all agreed we wanted to have this certain experience. I spent about six months just researching, researching, reading, reading everything. Just, that's my mind. I just want to just take in everything. And then finally came to a decision that the day was going to be the day and it was going to happen. So started to try, I started trying to set it up and going through the process, there were all these red flags and I had been studying six months for, oh, I knew all the red flags and what they looked like and, and so forth. So I was setting up, I said, red flag. Interesting. And I just kept going about four days back and forth, red flag, red flag, red flags kept coming, kept coming. Mm -hmm. And I just said, but I want to have this experience. So I hooked up a window. I had to drive about maybe an hour and 20 minutes and checked out the traffic windows because I cannot stand traffic. So I always look for the best windows. Cruised up 91. I had to go over towards New York. I had to go into Springfield, Massachusetts to get there. And there was this huge accident and like five or six exits. So what was the thing to do? It was like a huge red flag. The universe said, dude, 
this is your opportunity to turn back. And I just said, but I want to have this experience. My GPS took me off the exit, back on a ramp, stuck in traffic again. I did that about five times, all right? Different times. Go home, call it a day. You know what I mean? It wasn't meant to be. I'm like, everyone's on board. No, I want to have this experience. So I'm just going to take the back roads and I'm just going to use the compass because uh, I know what direction I need to go in. I did that. A torrential rainstorm. I could not see like two feet in front of me. Mm -hmm. I pulled over about five minutes thinking, okay, maybe it'll pass. It didn't. Were there people in the car with you? No, it's just me. Oh, okay. So I get back on and I drive. So an hour and 20 minutes took about three and change. Get to the place to have the experience. Now the place has written all over it. Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. I mean, I'm like, I'm potentially putting myself into a really dangerous situation. Mm. Like life-threatening. I mean, that's what it said. So, but I, everyone was on board. I want to have this experience. Went into it. Going into it and looking around, it was just a bad place where bad things happen. Okay. Okay? I wanted to have this experience. Went forward to it, and then it was so flat. The experience was so... But I was just, okay, well, I'm just going to hang out because I've been driving for three and a half hours. <laughs> and I'll leave in a half an hour, 45 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. Feeling nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Just knowing I need to have this experience. And then... Out of this, after about 45 minutes, I had the, the experience that I came to have. And then there? I got, pardon me? You were still there? I was still in the same spot when it looked like nothing was happening. Mm -hmm. Nothing was going to happen. It was going to be a lame experience that I, you know, the universe was trying to help me out. Everybody was trying to help me out. It's like you're watching a movie and you're seeing like the per like you know what's coming. The person doesn't know what's coming. You're like, dude, turn around. Like, ah, don't open the door. You know, and why are you opening doors? So you, you're kind of having that dialogue where, uh, but I was so cool. Why though? Why what? Why were you having that dialogue? What dialogue? The no part. Like, where was that coming from? Like, underlying. What do you mean? Well, if you're having an experience where you want to do something, but uh -huh. like you're fighting it. Oh, no, I wasn't fighting it while I was doing it. But you're experiencing resistance in the situation, like the traffic and this and that, and like it's stressing you out. But what? it wasn't stressing me out. See, that was the thing. Usually it stresses me out. And my point was... Well, it sounded like you were stressed out by the way you were saying it. Oh, no, I was, I was... I was frustrated okay but i wasn't stressed well, out yeah that's what yeah. i mean but i was frustrated like why is this right why well, is this happening well, why is this happening 
like what was what well, it's hard to to understand because I don't know where you went but it doesn't matter okay. it just matters that it was a place I had no business going to but I had to have the experience to go there it you know the points I my mind did all this research right six months of research was, so I could know place? It was like a bad place where bad things happen. Well, I don't want to say what the place is. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm having a hard time because I feel like well, it holds it, me back. Whatever, well, it's like whatever <laughs> you imagine a bad place to be. Okay. You know what I mean? Like whatever you, like a real dangerous, life-threatening situation. Like, you know what I mean? Like whatever your worst yeah, that is for you. Yeah. All right. So that's it. And knowing that potentially you could be going there but there was something in this place that you had to experience okay. and my point is is that my mind my heart my soul they were on board and even though there were so many obstacles and so many messages yeah, like I right I, I still went through with it and then when I was there I'm like eh, like this is meh but I'm here so I'm just gonna hang out and it wasn't even the point of I'll just hang out and see what happens. It was more like I'll just hang out and rest until, <laughs> until I'm ready to go back. So I really didn't have any expectation at that point, mm. you know, for anything uh, positive or enlightening to come out of the experience. You know what I mean? I was just like, you know, I just don't have to be here. So here I am. So how do you internally, what's your internal dialogue? like do you have one yeah i mean it's different in every situation depends on the situation like the fear comes up and my job is to listen to it and learn from it not necessarily turn back not necessarily but sometimes how do you make this, the distinction between listen to my heart not my mind not your mind right do you ever have any because the mind has duality there's like you can take whatever perspective you want you can look at the good and or the bad and if you focus on the bad that's what you're going to experience or you can look at the in between yeah then you can just be neutral it's true but that's the point when you just say okay i'm just going to listen to my heart so has your heart ever gotten you in trouble i mean my heart gets me in trouble all the time no, my mind gets me in trouble. Really? But never your heart. Mm -mm. <clears throat> because like you were saying, it doesn't really matter what happens. Right. So, for the heart, like if your there's heart, no if such you thing as trouble. If you feel something in your heart, then, I mean, for me, anyway, if I feel something in my heart, most of the time as long as i follow it i'm good i mean i can listen to the mind and say okay well these are the 900 things that could go wrong or could go good but what good does that do me really Olha bem 
só o sol divino pode iluminar toda a escuridão que se tem nos olhos, nos olhos. Olha bem, só o sol divino pode iluminar toda a escuridão que se tem nos olhos, nos olhos. Do chão, da parede, das águas do mar. Das estrelas que brilham no céu e no astral E no astral Do chão, da parede, das águas do mar A das estrelas que brilham no céu e no astral Como uma melodia de nar O tempo parado e correndo E vontade de ver Uma flor nascer No universo É como uma melodia de nar O tempo parado e correndo E vontade de ver Uma flor nascer No universo Só o sol divino pode iluminar os olhos Da humanidade Só o sol divino pode iluminar os olhos de todo ser. 